right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I am one of your co-hosts, Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, all-around good guy, hanging with my partner, co-host, David P. Coker. How you doing, Dave? Hey, I'm good, sir. I can't complain. This is David Coker. I was going to stop right there, but I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is David uh, Okay, Dave. All right. Oh, 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 hey, they, there it is. Hey, y'all, y'all. Y'all heard it straight from the man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figured yeah, I didn't need to say anything else. I mean, after all, you know, all I got to do is say this is David Coker. You know, so. Okay. All right. Well, there, there it is, Look, Dave. You, there, there you done said it all. I'm, I'm the, I'm Mr. Uh, I'm, I'm, Mr. Good Guy Extraordinaire. That's what I'm going to say right there. So, so what's going on, guy? Nothing. You know, everything is everything. Looking to uh, conquer another week. They are, are week? rolling by. You mean another weekend? Yep, another week, another weekend. What, after okay, that, we only right. got one more week left in September. and then it's, And then it's my birthday month, so... I'm I'm excited yeah. about that. Wait, what? Are, you are a what are you? Sagittarius? No, no I'm a Lib- you're, you're Libra. Libra, Libra. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We're not talking about Sagittarius. That's that's December, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, you got any plans for your birthday? Um, I do. I think there will be an out of town trip. Um, not sure where yet. Then of course we have the the GNR campground celebration September. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, October seventh. And that, then see, see how I let see, see. I was leading. I was leading you there. I, I know. I know. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I about to say yeah. you you uh you passed it to me and I dunked it. I get it. Um, yeah, there you go. That's right. No look pass. Yep. And then I'm going to try to do some type of race. In the month of October, I don't know if it's going to be swimming, running, or biking, or a combination. But I, I want to try to do something. So, did you hear that, folks? He said he was going to challenge Shikari Richardson to a race. Did y'all hear that? Uh, I, I ain't say all that. <laughs> <laughs> I did even, not even, say all even, that. You know? Did you see when she lost uh, in the? Uh, I did. Class? Yeah, uh, yeah, Sharika. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sharika said, "Oh, uh, don't think you don't think you're gonna win all these races there, you know." So you know, um, but she had a good summer though. She had a real good. Yeah, summer. she she had a great yeah. summer, and, and I think it really sets yeah. it up for the Olympics. So you know, I'd be curious yeah. to see how all Olympics that gonna be up. lit, man. I mean, if all of them stay healthy, yeah, the Olympics might uh, the 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 track the U.S. Uh, track team could have. Really nice returns next year, you know. So, you know, if all of them stay healthy, of course, everybody's gonna be a year older. Yeah. Because did, did you see a thing? Mo, even a thing. Mo was having some trouble there, man. Yeah. Yeah. But she, then she, she pulled wanted, it out. She, yeah, she pulled it out. But she was. She. They said the. She was struggling. Um, you know, during the track season, outdoor track season this year. So, 
Well, I mean, so. you couldn't tell, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, she's, she's a beast, though. She really is, so... Uh, so, but I, th- I think I think we'll be all right. I'll be all right. Um, we'll be all right. And then we get we get Mr. Lenny Young on the U.S. track team. We'll be all right, man. You know, no, so I mean, I'm decathlon. Or... Well, well, Dave. You so do I don't know. Man. I don't know if you know, but the triathlon is an Olympic sport. So yeah, I know triathlon is, okay. but but we want you. We we gotta get you doing the decathlon. We can't have you just doing a few. You gotta do ten different things, man. Come on now. Well, nah. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. The, the uh, um, I'll say it like other people say, the decathlon is not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> you know. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Well, the triathlon. You, you, you know, you can, you can do that. You know. Um, we'll see. We'll get you ready for next year. It's it's <laughs> Paris next year, right? Paris, right? Yeah. Is, is it Paris? Paris. Okay. It's Paris, yeah. Yeah, it's Paris, yeah. And then um is the next one back here in the States? I know they're supposed to be coming back to Los Angeles, right? I'm not sure. I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. So all right. Okay, well we'll see. We'll see. Well, I don't know if you'll be ready. I don't know, because that's eight years from now, man. I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You go. I'm gonna be hurting. <laughs> I am yeah, what well, yeah, well, well actually it's only about five, six years. Oh, five still. years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, five years. Yeah. So But uh, you, you but, know the the way this body feels now, I mean <laughs> we we say uh you uh you gotta use it before you lose it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll we'll see how that goes. Okay, so <clears throat> Here we are, guys. Uh, oh, yeah, we got the first uh, this week. This uh, Saturday is uh, first day of fall, right? Is it? Or is it? Yeah. Isn't it this weekend, the first day of fall? I'm not sure. I think so. I think so, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so you can already see the weather is changing. Um even though I think it's going to be, we're probably going to get a, another blast of hot weather. Mm-hmm. But then I think everything changed. The one thing I hate about this time of year is to get dark early. Yeah. Now, how how's the, the how does that affect things down there at the at the campground when it when the dark comes early? I mean, does that change anything for you guys? No, no I mean, not not really. You know, just same old, same old. Okay. Does that now? Do you guys do you, do you guys get a lot of late season camping campers so, to come in? So I mean, of course, it's not as busy as summertime. the The only way that it may change it is, um. So let's let's just say our check in time is at three o'clock. So right. usually, when people come in after hours. Sometimes it's not as easy to find the spots because, you know, they're navigating in the dark in a place they've never been. So, I mean, I could see, you know, us having to, let's say, help people find their spots more often. But, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, other than that, uh, you know, everything else stays the same. Okay. Uh, I was just curious about that. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Okay. You, you ready well, to get started with the show? Yeah. Let, let, yeah. And, uh, 
I know since we haven't had a chance to talk to you guys in a while, I, I won't comment about that, but here we are. Um, uh, and Leonard's going to tell us about what we're going to talk about today. What are we going to talk about today, Leonard? <laughs> sure. So, Dave, um, the, the, the last couple of days I saw a quote, and it kind of made me think and kind of chuckled to myself. But the quote said, once you hit a certain age, you become permanently unimpressed by a lot of SHIT. And, you know, I think it's funny because I think I've hit that age probably when I got about 40 and, and up where there are certain stuff that I was impressed about that now, you know, I could care less. You know, it has no effect on my daily life at all. So, you know, I was thinking we could each come up with, you know, let's say about five things that we are just not impressed with. So it could be stuff that we used to be impressed with and now we're not. Or it could be stuff that, you know, the general masses or black people or, you know, people you know are impressed with. And you're just like, eh, you know, it is what it is. So um, I figure we can come up with five topics on each and just kind of, you know, state our brief reasoning why. Okay. All right. All right. I'm good with it. Let's let's do it. Okay. Well, you know, I'll, I'll uh, age before beauty. Okay, so go ahead. All right, so my first one. <laughs> Good. My first one is, and I'll say cars in general, but uh, specifically the BMW 745i. And I say it because when I got my very first job coming out of college, my boss had a, a blue BMW 745i. And one time he, he had to go to a meeting off site and he's like, Leonard, come ride with me. And Dave, I rode in that car. I felt like I was riding in a yacht. Like that was, I think that's one of the first luxury cars I've been in. And it just blew me away. And ever since that, you know, even though I never really attempted to get a BMW that had always been on my mind, but I can say now, you know, cars, Mercedes, Lex, you know, like they don't impress me. Those are not my desire. Um, and, you know, even though I, um, I did end up with the Lincoln Navigator, you know, like I had before. But, you know, I was looking at some other cars like the Jeep Wagoneer. You know, that looks dope. Hyundai and oh, the Hyundai Telluride. You know, that, that's oh, a like nice that looking car. car. I like yeah. that Telluride. Yeah, it's a nice looking car. So, you know, it's just funny how. You know, growing up, you know, even I don't know if you ever were on the corner and play that, you know, that's my car. No, that's my car. You know, like when the car ride by <laughs> waiting for the bus. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, now, you know, just cars, you know, don't, you know, they, they, they don't impress me. Now, I like the car I have and I'm, I'm impressed by my car, but just in general, you know, you know, they, they, they don't impress me. Like when I hear people talking about yeah. luxury or certain things, I'd be like, Oh, okay. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Considering the other cars that sit at your house, I'm not going to comment about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, they, they, you know, I can only speak for myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, that's a whole nother story, folks. That's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah, I, I remember it's funny you brought up about the little game about that's my car thing. Cause I used to, um, walk past this car going to school every morning. Um, middle, when I was at Burnett in middle school, 
it was a red um Mercedes with a black top. And I used to think that car was so sharp, man. And mm -hmm. I used to always say, oh, man, I want one of these cars so bad. That's my car right there. That's my car. And I fell in love with Mercedes because of this car. Right. And, uh, you know, so that was always my car. Uh, um, it's funny you talk about BMW. I actually had a BMW, not a 745, but I had a 325. Mm -hmm. And I loved that car. It was white. It was a white uh, four-door sedan. Man, I love that car, man. Um, the only thing about the Mercedes is they're not family cars. Right. Because, you know, they're not really family cars. That's the reason I ended up giving up the car because we outgrew it, you know, because I was still, I was married at the time. And we outgrew the car. So, um, and it wasn't good in snow because it was always a rear wheel drive car. You know, and even though it had good weight to it, it wasn't as bad as some some other cars. But you know, didn't have front wheel drive, and you need you don't want to drive that a lot in snow. And back then, yeah. we got snow. We don't get snow like that now. But back then, we got snow. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, Mercedes. Uh, never had a Mercedes. Now, I look. I can still get a little impressed if I get one. <laughs> you know, right? I can still get one. You know, I'd be a little impressed. So, but I get it. I get it about the car. So, so that's your first one, huh? Okay. All right. All right. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a shoot. My first one. My first one is is kind of is funny if you as you think about it. Remember how you you used to be amazed when somebody said they can build a computer for you. Right. And put a computer, you know, and they, you know, actually would take, you know, uh, uh, take the modem, put a modem together, and then next thing you know, they put the screen, you know, they put the monitor, hook everything up, and you got a PC, uh, you know, they hook you up with a PC, right? Right. Are you impressed with that anymore? Not at all. <laughs> you know. Somebody said, I can build a computer for you. Oh, you ain't got to. I can just go buy one. <laughs> you know, so, uh, because, um, you know, you know, you can, you, you can get, you can spend a couple hundred dollars, get a laptop, you know, or you can, you can, even the PCs aren't that expensive anymore. So, you know, why have somebody build something for you when you can go out and get everything you need right there? Exactly. You know, you know? so <clears throat> it was impressive. Because that person seemed like they were very smart and they knew what they were doing. And, you know, and the fact that they could put this thing together and it worked, that was always cool. I remember having a couple computers built in the past, you know, by friends yeah, and people. That, yeah. And I, I used to always think I thought that was so impressive, but nah, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, just FYI, my, my brother builds computer or he used to build them. So I used to always get my computer from him. And when my computer would break, mm -hmm. I would take it to him. But, you know, now it's like I don't even take it to him, you know, because they, they, it's just easier to buy them now. And for him, you know, it's not profitable to build them or fix them. So he doesn't do that anymore either. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, well, it's not profitable because most, how many people are going to spend a lot of money on, on, on computers right. trying to fix? You know, he, um, what was it? Uh, 
I remember Staples used to have that little section in there. You bring your computer in there, something break or whatever. I don't think they have that anymore. No, nah, I'm, I'm sure not. <laughs> you know, so, but yeah, so that 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 was one of the first things I thought about was building a computer. So, gotcha. My next one, and I'm sure some other people can probably share it. Um, I will say certain restaurants, um, specifically. So I remember back in, in college, you know, you go on your first date and you, you're taking a girl to Red Lobster. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, you know, you had money, you had class, you know. I know. Um, you're gonna take, look, look, you want lobster, baby? Go ahead yeah, and get lobster. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and Dave, I can't lie. In college, Red Lobster was the first time I had lobster, you know. Oh, so. Really? Yeah, uh, like okay. I mean, like, like I, I, I never had it growing up, but you know, I just remember that, um, you know, Red Lobster was like that upscale seafood restaurant, you know, and I mean, I don't know what the dating world looks like now, but I could fathom with certain women if you offered to take them to Red Lobster on a first date, they probably look at you like you were taking the Burger King, <laughs> you know, so yeah. hard, hard to tell. But I do want to say, you know, fancy restaurants don't necessarily impress me either. And I'll say because the portions are so small. You know, Dave, have you ever gone to a restaurant? Isn't that the you spend so much money that then they give you like you know, they they're they're more concentrated on plating than anything, you know. Right. And make and presentation and all of that kind of stuff, you know. And I'll be like, where's the food? I remember I never forget, man, I went some uh Forget where I was. I think it was somewhere in Philly, one of the one of the restaurants up there. I remember spending like almost two hundred dollars on this meal, man. Leonard left there and went left there. Uh, me, me and the person I was with left there. Ended up going to because uh, and they were complaining too because they were still hungry. We ended up going to uh, what you call them. Um, uh, gosh, the burger, the, the, the mini burger place, uh, mm, uh, like, uh, White Castle or something. White Castle. We ended up going to White Castle after we left there. <laughs> it ended up getting like a couple orders of the White Castles, man, because we were still hungry and we spent like $200. You know, and it, it, the priest, everything looked good and whatever, but it's just the portions were so small. And we had a four course meal. We had, oh, wow. And it was, and and still was not hungry. I mean, still left there hungry. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I was mad, man. I was, I was so mad. And then, of course, they went to, you know, and it was one of those places that, uh, of course, the gratuity was on the check and everything, you know. So you had mm-hmm. to, you know, and, like I had the tip, the cheapest tip I could leave was twenty bucks. I was I was so bad. I was like, man, I said I want to eat the twenty bucks. Uh, no. <laughs> you know, so, you know. So well, I was like, like that. Yeah, man, it was crazy. I never get that, man. I ne- I said never again, never again. So, but yeah, so I get it. I get that. So, all right. Uh, my next one. Well. You might be able to relate with this soon, but we uh, we we've seen and 
hear a lot of celebrities and, you know, seeing a lot of celebrities and athletes and so forth. And it used to be really impressive, uh, say, 20, 25, 30 years ago. It's not so impressive now because everybody, you know, it's easy to be this now. And you got people of all ages. You got teenagers. You got kids, you know, uh, becoming this right away. But remember how impressive it used to be to be a millionaire? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, now, I mean, everybody's a millionaire. Look, look, being a millionaire created, coin, helped to coin the new new phrase, being a thousandaire. <laughs> yeah, know? right. <laughs> <You> <laughs> because that became a thing, being a thousandaire, because you... Uh, because it was so easy to become a millionaire after you reach so many, you know, thousands or whatever the case may be. But it, yeah, we used to be real impressed with millionaires. Now, of course, this yeah. thing has become billionaire now. You know, right, so, right. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and I think it's it's hard because via social media, there's a whole portrayal of people who have money who look like they may have millions. So it's like, okay, half the time you don't know who got it, who don't. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because they live in large like that or whatever. Um, you know, I mean, you figure, you know, I mean, the athletes, guys, as soon as you sign a pro contract, you become a millionaire right away. You know, uh, uh, I mean, now you got kids in college because of the um, NIL deals and all the yep. stuff they got out there now. You can make that money while you're in school. Yeah. You know, so. um so it's, it's interesting, you know, because that was a big thing. Gosh, he just became a millionaire. Now it's like, oh, he's a millionaire. Man, <laughs> ain't that big of a deal. <laughs> right, right. You know, so, so, but anyway, yeah, so that was my next one, becoming a millionaire. All right, so my next one, and it's kind of a, uh, a double-edged sword, but I will say, Tropical, I won't even say tropical. Let me say island vacations. Mm. Okay, so I'm not going to say they're overrated. But what I will say is they, if you're laying on the beach in Jamaica versus laying on the beach in Mexico versus laying on the beach in the Caribbean or let's say Aruba. So anyway, to me, they're all the same. So, like, if mm -hmm. I go to Mexico and I'm on the beach at some resort and you say you are in, um, you know, Aruba at a five star resort, you know, I'm 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 not impressed because I feel like once you go to one tropical or Caribbean beach with a, a nice resort with some great food, to me, they all seem the same. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, I guess you could say that because I tell you would make some kind of maybe feel that way. Everybody's there now. Right. I mean, it used to be, it used to be, you know, if you heard one, if you or one of your friends said, I just, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, Antigua or someplace like that. Right. And then, um, you know, you used to say, oh, man, I wish I can go to some place like that, man. That just sounds so awesome or whatever. Or, you know, that just seemed like 
a place that um, would be very nice to go to. Now it ain't that big of a deal because people just say, "Oh, I'm oh you going there? Right. Oh, I get I, let me check it out. I'll go to yeah. the, you know that type of thing. You know, and all the millionaires, all the all, all go, the millionaires, all the millionaires. There. there you go. Then you go to these places and they not but people there. I mean, it's not like you go in there and you go and be there by yourself because there's gonna be a bunch of people there. You know, so yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well. And they, and yeah, I can see how they're all the same. They kind of gear them all up to be the same. They all kind of offer the same thing anyway, right? Yeah, they they do. Yeah, so because it's a competitive business. I mean, you know, they're, they're competing against each other, trying to get people to come. So, yeah. So, all right. Uh, my next one is kind of a, a sports reference one. Um, so. Believe it or not, uh, there used to be in doing the NBA. There used to be a time where um, three pointers were not that big of a thing in a basketball game. You might see maybe four to six attempts a game. Now. <laughs> That's like thirty attempts a game. Everybody shoot. Look, the kids nowadays learn at an early age how to shoot a three pointer. They can't even make a layup, Leonard, but they can shoot a right. three pointer. You know, yep. so uh, uh, and it is so funny if you ever watch kids on the basketball court nowadays. They know how to find the three point line. They they automatically will jump. They can't even reach the basket. You know, and they shoot from the three point line. So I uh, it it used to be like when back during the early eighties and 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 um during that time when Magic and Bird first came up, hardly anybody shot three pointers. Everybody was taking mm-hmm. the ball to the now right. because of Steph Curry and play, people like that, everybody's shooting three pointers all over the place. So maybe think of it, you know. I used to be impressed when somebody would Shoot a three pointer. Now I just not no more. <laughs> not even more because everybody shoots right. a three pointer now. So, so I did, that popped in my mind. I was like, well, yeah, that, that don't impress me anymore. Shooting a three pointer because everybody can do that now. So, yeah. So that was my next one. All right, and I mean, I, I definitely understand that because especially when that I see game where people are shooting like ten threes and yeah, I know, like, okay. I know, they don't, yeah. Yeah. So they can't shoot a they can't shoot a free throw, but they can shoot a three pointer. So right, yeah. All right. So speaking of basketball, my next one, and this is this probably started as a kid. I'm sure most kids, I had to have Nike shoes. You know, like don't <laughs> don't don't buy me no Reebok, don't buy me no Adidas, don't buy me no Puma, no um no Chucks. What what else was there, Dave? Don't buy me no. Um, uh, you said Adidas. You said Puma. Well, you said yeah. all the popular ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, no, no New Balance. You know, that was just my thing. You know, I love Nike shoes. You know, and it's funny. I don't know. I don't think it was my wife. I just think it was you know just old age. But now, I mean, th- there are some Nikes I like. But you know, Dave, if I see a pair of shoes I like. 
you know, I get them. And even if they're, and I, I only say Bobos in terms of they don't have a designer name on them. But if right. it's something, if it's, if it's something sneaker like and it looks good, or if it's something dress shoe ish and it looks good, I don't care if it's coming from Payless. They when I go in Target, I be I be looking to see what their shoes look like too because uh, you know sometimes they got them comfortable walking shoes that go with any outfit. So right. you know Nike's worse than I was impressed with. Um, I was going to say my wife, and I mean you know probably subconsciously. You know, she'll buy some Adidas stuff. So I had like an Adidas shirt and then like an Adidas sweatshirt and Adidas, you know, these these all came separately. So they weren't together, but I never had any Adidas shoes. And the one time we were together, she saw some Adidas shoes. You know, she she saw like the old school Adidas shoe with the the hard, I won't say the hard shell, but they were, you know, the the hard patent leather. I mean, not patent leather, you know, whatever that material is. And I bought them and they, would you believe the next couple of days wearing them? They were hard. They were uncomfortable. And I was like, see, that's why I don't buy no, nothing but Nikes. But um, when I started this whole triathlon journey, I bought some Adidas running shoes and Dave, these things are com- comfortable. They fit well. They slip on, they slip off. They look stylish. So, you know, I'm like, damn, um, you know, definitely. Nikes are something that do not impress me now. They are not a must-have anymore. It's funny. I, it's funny you say that because I, I was never one that was all that impressed with all of that stuff. I've never had in a pair of Nike shoes before. I never ever. Um, I did wear Converse. Um, you know, I wore Converse and um. So I had the Chucks, I had the Dr. J's, I had all of those, but I didn't, never had Nike. Um, and I, I remember uh, my 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 oldest son. I remember buying him his first pair of Nikes. Man, it killed me to take that money out of my pocket, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and and they were on sale for eighty bucks, and I was still upset, you know. And you know, and I was like. Wow, you know, I said I would never spend eighty dollars on a pair mm-hmm. of sneakers, you know. So, um, but um, I yeah, this the and these days sneaker that that the sneaker game is bigger than the shoe game right now, you know, yeah. because how often do you see guys that have a nice suit on and they got a pair of sneakers on? You yeah, know, I agree. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, and you spend you spending two or three hundred dollars on a pair of sneakers anyway. Um, in most cases these days, anyway, a real nice pair, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get it. All right. Uh, it's funny how we kind of got in the sports area all of a sudden. I got another sports reference too. Uh, and this is something, and then this is coming from something I did for a long time. I uh, off and on, did this for like years, maybe thirty something years. Uh, from the time I was a kid until, um, I haven't done it competitively now. And uh, it's been about fifteen years now since I last competed in a league or anything. But 
my reference was bowling a perfect game. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be every now and then you would see somebody bowl a perfect game, which is three hundred a uh, three hundred. It was uh, it used to be so un- un- uncommon that it would happen that as soon as you bowled the game, they had to call like uh, the bowling congress to have somebody <laughs> to come out. Measure the lane, check your ball, all of this stuff, Leonard, to make sure oh, wow. that it was official. I mean, before they would recognize whether or not it was a perfect game. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is how things, and I'm talking about back during the uh, 70s, 80s, early 90s. That's what they would make you do. So it would take a while before you would even get, you know, the recognition that you bowled a perfect game and then there's certain things you would get a ring, you would get you would get a um, you would get a ring saying that you uh bowled a perfect game. Uh you would get a recognition in um this big publication um for bowlers and everything and um you would get a plaque. You know, it was a big deal. Now so many people bowl perfect games, they they decide they okay, he bowled a perfect game. All right, right. Big deal. <laughs> you know, so uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's just funny how that's changed because and they don't send anybody out to measure the lanes anymore. If you say you bowl if they see you bowled a perfect game on the scoreboard, they say, Okay, he bowled a perfect game. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. I mean, it, it's it's funny how things have changed from um when they used to, I remember, uh, I've had three games where I've come close. I mean, when I was bowling and I was really into it heavy and whatever, uh, I bowled three uh, 279 games uh, where basically I was a strike away from a perfect game. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and you know, and that is so funny because when you're bowling and you have – the first nine or first 10 strikes and you trying to get to that last couple. Right. It's so much, you can feel the pressure just mount up, man. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is hard. Your mechanics, trying to keep your mechanics straight, trying to make sure you get the ball down without throwing it. And, and I used to have what they call a big hook. So my ball would swing out to the gutter and come all the way back. <laughs> and you, all you had to do was just throw it, uh, you know, like a centimeter or an inch off, you know, mm-hmm. and that ball would not do what you wanted to do, and it'd be the most embarrassing thing, you know. So, but yeah, bowling a perfect game used to be something that was really, really big. Now they got so many people doing. You got you got kids right. doing it now, you know. So you know, it's, it's not that big of a thing. So people aren't impressed with it's. It's not as impressive as it used to be, you know. So right, it's still impressive, but not as yeah, impressive. Yeah. Yeah, so understood. Yeah. All right, well, Dave. So my last one, and I'm 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 kind of gonna go like with what you said. It's still impressive, but it's not impressive like it used to. So when I was a kid, and probably because I could never do it, people popping wheelies. Like I never understood how people could pop wheelies and ride down the street with a wheelie. And and Dave, I tried, I tried, I tried, and I tried. And and you know, I, I consider myself fairly skilled, fairly agile, fairly, you know, all that stuff. 
but I could never do a wheelie. You couldn't lift, you couldn't you couldn't ride on your back wheel? No. I I could not. I could not. Wow. And I you know, and I was just amazed at how everybody could do that. Nowadays, yeah. they, I see I see even at even at the campground, I see um I see little white boys riding wheelies around. <laughs> I'm just like they this kid rode a wheelie over the speed bump. And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah so well, you know, nowadays with the stream sports, you know, that's that's just nothing nowadays, you know, because that's what they do, you know. Right. But right. could you ride with no hands? Yeah, yeah. I mean I could do no hands, but I could not do a wheelie. But oh, okay. Yeah. Well we used to do wheelies when I was a kid. I, that's interesting though. I yeah. I wonder why or do you think it was more fear than anything that you couldn't do it? No, because you know, I, I, I was a fearless kid. I was doing some of everything, but a wheelie was not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I didn't have a problem with that. That was something I mean that was one of the, between riding with no hands and and, and that was the, like that to us, you know. We mm-hmm. we would ride pop wheelies and all kinds of stuff. I remember that very well. Yeah, right. So, yeah, well, well you, maybe you can learn. Maybe you could uh, oh, no. add that to your try. Look, nah, maybe you can try put that in your triathlon part piece. <laughs> never. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Poor Leonard never popped a wheelie. Okay. Um my last one um used to be pretty impressive, but now so many people are doing this and God, they're doing it at a young age or that as well. Remember when it used to be pretty impressive that you made twenty dollars an hour? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh I mean I well, you could tell me nothing when I made twenty dollars an hour, man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, finally I made it. Right. You know, finally got the twenty dollars an hour. You know, because that was always a big number, twenty dollars an hour. You know, but then um, some the twenty year old said, "Oh, I make twenty three dollars an hour," right. <laughs> and I'd be like, <laughs> I mean. I mean, like, what, just take him and strangle him, you know? <laughs> you know, like, do you know how long it took for me to get to $20 an hour? And you already make it 23 an hour? Yeah, okay, all right, so. uh, But, yeah, that used to be, that used to always be the benchmark to get to $20 an hour, especially when I was coming up. If you made $20 an hour, you were a superstar, man, you know? So, <laughs> you know, and the only people that were really making that kind of money when I was coming up with either people that worked for DuPont mm-hmm. and her, those type of places or the auto workers, you know, right. they were making a lot of money, you know, so those were the main people that was making that kind of money to us, you know, uh, when I was coming up. And then, um, if you didn't work in one, in those two fields, you were, you would, you know, you could be making some money somewhere else, but, those were the ones we knew if you were working at one of those places, you were making it that kind of money. You right. Know I'm saying? Um, but now, the guys, they, they didn't change the the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And, you know, I mean, I, I couldn't, 
I don't even talk about making fifteen dollars an hour. Right, I understand. I would they would have gave me fifteen dollars an hour. I remember struggling to get to fifteen dollars an hour. You know, so that you know, people just don't know how 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 well they got it right now. They really don't. They really don't. I agree. You know? Yeah, you know. So, I mean, you know, so that millionaire thing. And that twenty dollar an hour thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, so um but yeah, that's my list. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Okay. I understood. So so Dave, next week I'm gonna let you know in advance. Next week we're gonna do now that you're over forty, what were some, what was some stuff you were unimpressed with prior to thirty? I'm sorry, prior to forty. And now that you're 40, that you are impressed with it. So you're going to make me, you're going to make me work, huh? Okay. Uh, uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm game. I'm game. I'll make it work. Okay. Yep. Just just want to give you a heads up. Give me a heads up. Okay. Y'all heard him folks. He said, this is our next topic. Okay. So, you know, Hold them accountable, people. Hold them accountable. Okay? That's all I got to say. So, all right. Well, I guess that's our show for tonight. Um, You know, um, be on the lookout, like Leonard said, you know, for the big festivity and all-day affair on October the 7th as we uh, do the grand opening for the GNR campground hanging out with Leonard and his wife and um, Yolanda and just having a good time. DJ Tim dog. We're going to have a good time and everybody that's going to be down there at the campground. So we look forward to seeing you guys on October the 7th. And um, of course we look forward to seeing you guys on Tuesday when we do our next show. So we'll see you then. And Leonard, you got anything you want to add or. No. Okay. Stay safe. Join us All next right. week for another yeah. edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn. 